0: Okay, we are live here from the fields in Rockford, Illinois, and we have just concluded pool play here at the National Championships. I'm Charlie Eisenhood, joined by Keith Rayner. This is the live, uh, well, we'll call it Deep Look, I suppose. It's the wrap-up podcast show for day one, and uh, we're going to let some folks join us here. People get on from Twitter and Facebook, and then we're going to take you through uh, everything that went on today. All the results are in. And we are going to be able to look ahead to tomorrow's pre-quarters matchups, and go from there. Well, tomorrow we'll have both pre-quarters and the quarterfinals played, and that will leave Saturday for semis, and Sunday for the finals. Should be great. Keith, what'd you think of the first day here?
1: Definitely more intense than what we've seen over the past couple years, and that's what we're all hoping for with the new format. Uh, I think that there's no way to get away from that being one of the biggest stories here between that and the wind uh i think those are two of the biggest external factors outside of team performance that changed the tone and the feeling of this tournament here this year
0: okay so here's what we're going to do take uh some questions via twitter you can hit us up at Ulti underscore world you can also Right on the Spreaker website, drop in the live chat. I'll leave a comment here. And we will uh, take your questions about the day's actions as we get set to go through the, uh, all of the results from today. We're going to take you through uh, what happened, who won the pools, who's eliminated, and what we're going to look forward to in tomorrow's pre-quarters.
1: All right, so let's start over in the women's division Pool winners, Uh, Pool A, Seattle Riot comes out on top, but not without some close ones and some scares along the way. Uh, In Pool B, Brute Squad, pretty dominant win in Pool B there. They advance to quarters. Molly Brown takes control of Pool C. Uh, Surprise there is the traffic loss uh, that made it a lot easier for Molly Brown to lock up that pool. And Fury with a nice day today. Really strong play, even when they had to face off against Scandal. They crushed Ozone and Schwa. They win pool D. Your pre matchups, however, are going to be rival in their first time at Nationals. Advances to pre-quarters, and they'll play traffic. Showdown takes on Phoenix. Scandal plays Heist, and Schwa plays Nightlock. Three of the four four-seeds advancing two pre-quarters in the women's division. Looking at the mixed division, we'll take a quick walk through there. Metro North wins Pool A, upsets Amp to take that one. Mischief also upsets Mixtape to take Pool D. Dragon Thrust takes Pool C. They're the number one in that pool, and Slow White does the same in Pool B, with a very strong showing. Two of the top of the one seeds do not advance to the quarterfinals or win their pool. Mixtape and Amp both will play in pre-quarters. Moving over to the pre-quarters in the mixed round. Madison Noise takes on No Touching. team that barely even thought they were going to make it here. And now here they are playing in pre-quarters. Yeah, just quickly,
0: if you didn't read about that, No Touching didn't even think that they were going to make it to regionals. And then they made it to regionals. And Then, of course, they thought they had no chance to make it to Nationals, and then they made it to Nationals, and now they find themselves here in the pre-quarters, and I can't wait to go check out their banana stand, which is already the buzz of the tournament.
1: Uh, Sounds like we got a new America's team, Charlie. I think we do. (laughs) All right, Public Enemy will take on Steamboat. Seattle Mixtape takes on Ambiguous Gray, and Shame will play against Amp in the mixed pre-quarters. Moving on to the men's division. Your pool winners are number one overall seed Ironside, number two overall seed Revolver, number three overall seed truckstop, and number four overall seed Johnny Bravo. The only division where the top four seeds all won their pool. Pre-quarters matchups, though, that's where you'll find some upsets. Sockeye will take on Dig. I'm sure that was a matchup they game planned for. Double Wide will play Madison Club, Chicago Machine will tangle with Ring of Fire in a rematch of a great game from last year's bracket, and Furious George will take on Pony, the last overall seed makes it into the bracket. So, that's your pre matchups from the men's division. Charlie, what's what surprises you here? Boy, that, that's a great question. I think I'm a bit
0: surprised at just how consistent many of the top seeds were. I was expecting a little bit more bumpiness because of the wind, and ultimately we saw a lot of favorites winning games. Although games were very close, and of course there were some wild games like the one we just saw between Sockeye and Revolver, you know, still you're seeing largely favorites advancing to the next round. Um, now at the bottom, you're start, you did see some, some four seeds upsetting some three seeds, That's always exciting. Uh, Making pre-quarters, making the bracket, I think, is a a big deal if you're one of those bottom teams. Um, So uh, I think, all in all, a much more intense first day. And I think because it meant so much more to win on Thursday, you're seeing a little bit more consistency in the results than we have in years past, where teams maybe just didn't quite bring it. On day one, knowing that they had to save their legs or their energy for later games uh, when they actually counted and they were elimination games, what surprised you, Keith?
1: Um, I mean, some of the the some of these games were really close. I know that it, it you know we ha- we saw a lot of chalk, but like you look at Truck Stop, they win one game by two and one game by one. They beat Madison Club and I five by a combined three points. You look at Riot, who was in a lot of really close games that they pushed out at the end of those games to kind of open up the score a little bit. Uh, there were a lot of close games along the way here and there. Uh, I think also there were some teams that struggled in ways we didn't expect. In the women's division, you look at Ozone, you look at Traffic. Ozone misses the racket entirely, goes 0-3. Wildfire goes 0-3. Traffic goes 1-2. and I think all of those teams with surprising struggles. Mixtape? Don't expect them to to come out here and and drop a game already. And now, both someone just pointed out on Twitter, Mixtape, Amp, Dragon Thrust, and Slow White, the top four overall seeds, all on the same side of the bracket right now. Is that right? As pointed out by Craig Stevens.
0: Look at that. Slow White, Dragon Thrust, Mixtape, and Amp. So
1: only two of the top four seeds are going to advance to semifinals. We
0: could have Amp, Slow White. If that. (laughs) In quarterfinals and we could have mixtape dragon thrust in quarterfinals and the other side of the bracket is wide open i mean who do you even like so the other side of the bracket is in the the quarters buys go to metro north and mischief and the pre-quarters teams are noise no touching public enemy and steamboat i mean steamboat mischief and metro north all have to be salivating at the potential of getting to the final without having to play any of those top four teams and so, boy, that totally changes the equation of how this could shake out. You know, Metro North looked pretty impressive today. They could cruise to the finals.
1: Well, I think another big factor could be what the conditions look like tomorrow. If they're like today, you know, I think we'll see some of the same teams remain successful. But if things calm down and some of these teams get to open up their offenses or get away from the zones, I mean, I think a team like Traffic probably would thrive in cooler conditions. A team like Shame or they can use their athleticism a little bit more, they might be able to pull an upset if we get some calmer conditions for them to succeed in.
0: All right, so we're going to talk about some of these pre-quarters matchups. First, I'm going to give you a little weather forecast. Here's the forecast for tomorrow. Scattered showers, cloudy with a high near 66. Northeast wind, 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts as high as 25 and a 40% chance of precipitation. So looks like we're probably going to get some on-and-off showers tomorrow. And it's going to be windy. Maybe not quite as windy as today, but uh, that was largely the forecast for today. 15-mile-per-hour winds gusting to 25. And that seems about what we had. Um, Now add in rain, that could really change things tomorrow.
1: Yeah, that could really slow down some of these uh, deep games that continue to work through the wind. We saw a lot of teams doing a lot of hucking, playing some field position, Uh, And that could really slow down the ability to huck because a wet disc is just hard to put a lot of force onto. All
0: right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to answer some of these questions real quick. Again, we're taking questions via Twitter, via Spreaker in the live chat. So if you have questions you want us to answer, we will answer them. So uh, we'll take some questions from Spreaker here first. Which men's team underdog is most likely to win their pre-quarter final? Alright, well first of all, let's take a look again at these pre quarter finals.
1: All right, the underdogs, Dig, who's taking on Sakai. They're the fifteen overall seed taking on the seventh seed. No
0: chance. They do not have a chance.
1: Double wide, the fourteen overall seed taking on Madison Club. The I would be seed. shocked if double wide won. Ring of Fire, the thirteen overall seed taking on Chicago Machine. Okay. The five overall seed. And Furious George, the sixteen overall seed, taking on Pony, the eight overall seed. That means three of the bottom four seeds in the men's division also. Man, it's pre-court. Cool. That's
0: right. That's right. Some very disappointing weekend so far. High five,
1: Ugh, not making man. a bracket.
0: That's just brutal. That's two straight years of just awful Nationals performances from them.
1: I mean, hip was a team that I, I think, you know, they were set up to have some struggles. It's their first time here. But high five, you know, in the sophomore effort, you think that they're going to bring it and just laid an egg.
0: Laid an egg. Uh, Okay, so to answer this question, which women's team underdog is most likely to win their pre-quarter? I have to go with Ring. I think Ring of Fire is the most likely. I don't think any of those teams are going to win, to be honest. Uh, I I think you could make an argument for Furious George, but Pony is pretty good, and they played well today. Uh, They only lost to Ironside. Uh, I I don't see them winning, and I definitely do not see Dig or Double-Eye getting upset. So the one that I could see happening is Ring. I, I, I don't think Ring's good enough to beat Machine unless Machine does not play well. Now, the other thing is, as we talked about last year, when those teams faced off in the quarterfinals, we streamed that game live on UltiWorld, and we talked about it then. Ring had beaten Machine every time they had played for, like, 15 years. They had never lost to Machine once. And what happened? Well, they lost to Machine. Uh, Machine beat them on double game point. It was a very exciting game. The thing is, Ring isn't as good this year so it's not quite the same story there's, there are two programs in very different places You know, Machine is a team that is playing at a very high level this year, Ring of Fire has been bumpy, and if you look at what they did today they lost a Pony by 1, they got blown out by Ironside by 7, and then they beat Prairie Fire by 3, so the thing about Ring, there's such a streaky team that you could see them beating Machine you, Keith, do you think anything other than that or do you agree with me?
1: I mean, I agree with you on pretty much all the points. I definitely think Ring of Fire is the most likely one, especially because of how inconsistent Machine has been over the course of this season. Uh, You know, they, they have played twice this year, and Machine's won both of those, once by six and one by three. So Machine definitely looks like they're in control of this matchup. Furious George is the other one I think you could construct a case for. In some ways, just because I'm such a... Epic fan of of Chava. That guy could just take over a game. But also, I I also think Pony, is. it's easy to look at that team and think of the inconsistencies that you've seen from past years. But they've been pretty good against teams that are lower on the totem pole than them. So I think that most of these games are pretty secure, but Ring would be the one to look at.
0: All right, some, some Twitter questions here. All right, Bigger Collapse, Sockeye... Or my phone for losing service the entire comeback that comes from Johnny team. Well, that's I. That's tough. That's tough. That's that's a pickem choice right there. Uh, I think Sakai.
1: Hey, you're yeah. That I, was a
0: brutal brutal loss from Sakai.
1: I'm gonna, I'm also gonna take Sakai in part because your phone didn't have a chance to advance to quarterfinals. You had alternatives, and now your phone doesn't right. mean that you have to play Iron. You side. can go
0: on the Apple TV and right. the computer. Uh, if you were unable to watch the end of the game, that's brutal. But Sockeye, I mean, 14-11 was it at one point? 14-12? I, brutal. I, I just absolutely brutal. I That goal line And, and, and not only that, but they were just complete command of the game. They had to drop the disc in the goal line. They turned it over on a swing pass on their own end zone line. I mean, the mistakes just compounded. And it makes you nervous if you're a Sockeye fan to think, well, what happens – even if they play well against Ironside, are they just going to have that worry about just collapsing in the second half? Because that was that was bad. I mean, that's as bad as a loss as you'll see. I mean, they just threw it away is the thing. It's not like revolvers suddenly caught insane fire on defense and started lay out them right and left. No, it was just mistakes. And, you know, we talked about it during the broadcast, but all of the things that went so well in the first half stopped going so well, and they were not really able to make any adjustments to their hucking-heavy strategy. Uh, okay, other question here. Uh, did Nick Stewart just show that he has overtaken Bo as the most dominant receiver in the game?
1: Oh, that is, that is a great question. I mean, I think Bo's uh, health has limited his ability to impact games in quite the same way. And so that position hasn't quite been so solid. You know, two years ago, you're talking about what Mark Lloyd's doing. Uh, you know, someone like Goose had an exceptional year last year. And Nick Stewart, even has health questions of his own. You know, Raider, same same deal. Uh, so I, I think it's hard to bestow that title on a single guy. But, man, can you ask for any more than for Stewart to go out there and torch Bo Mo for most of that game? Uh, I mean – if you give me anybody when they're healthy, sure. Stewart might be the guy to ask for.
0: Yeah, it's it was a great performance from him, and we'll have to keep an eye on how he plays for the rest of the weekend. You know, the thing about Bo, it's how long can you make excuses for the injuries? I feel like every nationalist he's hurt. And that doesn't mean that he hasn't been effective in years past. I mean, he's had some great performances, even if he's not at 100%. Uh, of course, He's coming off of the knee injury. He did a very fast rehab to get ready to play Worlds. He was quite good at Worlds. Um, but, you know, he is on the the, the downslope of his career for sure. He's on the downslope of his career. He is injury prone at this point. I think that's fair to say. He's hurt a lot. And so, you know, do you pick Bo as your go-to guy if you had to choose today? I need somebody on my team this Tomorrow, on Saturday and Sunday at Nationals, I I get a free player, whoever I want. Do you take Bo? I don't know. No, I I, I think it's a hard choice. And whereas in years past, it's like automatic. Yes, Bo. He's a killer. He's a champion. Um, And and I guess maybe we have to talk specifically about deep cutters because I I think most people would choose Kurt Gibson maybe um, over Bo. I certainly would. But if you're talking specifically about sort of deep cutters in that role, I still don't know that it's an obvious choice anymore.
1: Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot more competition. That's for sure.
0: Okay, another question: um, Does Revolver have as good a quarters match as a matchup as it looks like by comparison to the other pool winners? Well, okay, so let's take a look here. Gonna pull up the bracket. Internet taking its time. Okay, so Revolver is going to get the winner of Pony and Furious George. Whereas the other pools are likely to get, if we're just talking about favorites, Ironside's probably going to get Sockeye, Bravo's probably going to get Madison, Truckstop's probably going to get Machine, and Revolver's probably going to get Pony. Well, I think if you're talking about matchups, well, first of all, I I think the, the first thing to note is that of those teams, Pony is the lowest seed. So from that view alone, sure. But I also think people are underrating Pony a little bit. Uh, I certainly don't think that Pony was, is going to beat Revolver. But it's also not out of the realm of possibility, whereas in years past, I would say that it is. Uh, Pony is a solid team. They got two quite good wins today. They were competitive against Ironside. And if they caught Revolver at a bad time, you know, if Revolver plays like the way they played in the first half against Sakai. is it impossible to see Pony winning? No. But then again, I do think that that of those four teams that are expected to advance, Machine, Madison, Sockeye, Pony, I think Pony's definitely the weakest.
1: I mean, Pony's also the only one of those teams that was not featured in of the high seeds that was not featured in our contenders article. That's where the line was, was right behind Sockeye at the seventh seed. That's right. So it's no surprise that there's a gap there. Uh, you know, so I, I, do I think that it's a favorable situation for revolver? Yes. I think they're in the best pre quarter situation, which goes back to just showing how important that game against Sakai was. Sakai could be that team. Sakai could be drawing a matchup with Pony and in Quarters instead of Ironside.
0: Okay, a couple more questions, and then we're going to talk about some specific matchups. Does Mischief have a chance at taking down the beast of Dragon Thrust?
1: Oh, definitely. I, I definitely think so. I mean, for one, I I, we, I think we've already seen that the favorites in Mixed are not miles ahead of everybody else. But I think Mischief was one of the best-performing teams today certainly in the mixed division and being able to take down a team like mixtape proves you can hang with pretty much anybody uh, i mean they barely got mixtape there none of their wins were exactly dominant but they look good in these conditions and if they have to play against dragon thrust in these conditions it could be favorable for mischief comparatively if they had to play them in calm conditions uh, dragon thrust also very impressive today they took care of business in what i think was a weaker pool than what Mischief had to go through. Uh, and now, you know, I, is it possible? Sure, but um, they're online to play in the semifinals, so I think the conditions may go back to a little bit calmer, and that's where I think Dragon Thrust starts to get favored. Yeah, I wouldn't put my money on it. I'll tell you that much.
0: Uh, somebody asked, what's the best Pokemon you've caught so far? Well, I deleted that app from my phone. I
1: also did. I fell off the Pokemon train. Come just on. Not a, it's just Not, not it's enough long-term replayability. How far do I have to walk? I had, I had like plenty of like, I'm not saying I had great Pokemon, but you know, I had 1500, 1800 CP or whatever, but like it just, there wasn't enough replay value. I agree. Wasn't doing it. So
0: it was a great concept. I think similar games in the future are going to be quite fun, Uh, but they, they have a lot of work to do (laughs) on that game to get me to, to download it again.
1: I mean, the talk about it has died down a lot too. So I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's quite where it was. It's it's not, it's
0: not good enough. Um, Okay, so, okay, I, I will quickly touch on this. Victor Smith asked, "Would the games today have been more or less entertaining with Sean Childers' wind rules in effect?" Now, if you're a Deep Look listener, maybe you listened to the episode that I did with Sean Childers earlier this year, I think, where we talked about wind rules. And this an easy answer. I, I, so. I gotta remember exactly what the wind rules are.
1: I mean, so I remember that the team that is pulling gets seven, and the team that is, or the team that's going upwind gets seven, and the team that's going downwind gets six. That's
0: right. That's you the play play biggest. Down, change, you play and down. You play down. like
1: half the distance of the field. So here's
0: the concept. But, All okay. right, this was a hypothetical set of rules that you could instate in heavy wind conditions like we had today here in Rockford. Uh, you. So these were from Sean Childers, who's one of the managing editors here at Ultiworld, and his his concept is: all right, so you play down a player if you're going downwind. Uh, If you throw a disc and it lands out of bounds without touching anywhere inbounds, so a turnover that flies out of bounds, there's a ten yard penalty assessed (laughs) um, in order to try to deter punting. And I'm trying to. There's another rule. There is one more rule. Oh, the field is much smaller. The field the is field much is smaller. More smaller. Yeah, the field it's, is it's much like smaller. half the distance. So I think you play like on a 40 yard long field uh, instead of, and, and a little bit less wide instead of the uh, 70 yards. Or maybe it's the same width, but only 40 yards long instead of 70.
1: Not to be confused with his three on three iced coffee rules. Right. We'll, we'll
0: totally leave those different. for another time. Uh, so would they have been more or less entertaining? Okay. Well, Keith, I'll let you answer first.
1: All right. So those win rules are for insanely. Like laughable, barely even ultimate thirty mile an hour wins, like pro flight finale, yes, this was way more playable, and I think today's games were maybe better than I had anticipated, uh, certainly in the on the showcase i don't know if that was the report from and from what I saw from games from around the fields in general, uh, so you know, maybe some of the other games would have benefited from that, but i I don't think that the games we watched would have been would have been benefited by. Playing with those crazy
0: rules. I agree. I agree. I think it, it it was it was solid today. It was solid. the 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 ultimate was better than I expected, to be honest. And I think uh, that shows you the quality of the comp- of the players here, the talent. It also shows you that you know the wind was not horrible here on the showcase field. I heard some of the other <coughs> fields were pretty brutal uh, when it came to the wind. Okay, so let's see. I think we may have one or two more questions. Um. let's see the last one we have waiting for us and feel free to keep asking on Twitter or Spreaker which team's performance most surprised you
1: uh, the first one that comes to my mind is Mischief uh, I think that team was very unproven coming into this tournament and they came out and they beat a team like Mixtape like that's a way to announce that you are playing for keeps here in Rockford I think they're one of the teams that surprised me the most. And another Bay Area team, Fury, they had struggled to really play consistently against the league competition, and they, pardon my French, kicked ass today. They came out, and they just did damage. And they are, They and Brute Squad were the most impressive teams in the women's division, no question.
0: You think uh, because of the win tomorrow – well, let's take a look at the bracket at this point um – Let's take a quick look at the bracket. Somebody asked, do I agree with Brummie's predictions that Machine wins Nationals? No, I don't. I definitely don't. I think Machine is capped at making semis, and I doubt they even do that. Um, All right, so let's talk quickly about some of the uh, pre-quarters tomorrow. I don't think I have a whole lot to say about the men's pre-quarters, to be honest. I think certainly the most interesting thing is going to be what happens uh, in the in the quarterfinals round. Because you're going to see some... The, the likely quarterfinals are Ironside Sockeye, Bravo Madison, Truck Stop Machine, and Revolver Pony. Um, most of those are pretty interesting. So, let, let, But let's go past... I mean, you know, maybe we see some intrigue. I think we're most likely to stream the Machine Ring of Fire. Uh, you can vote on our Twitter poll. I think that's probably dominating. Right now, Machine Ring at 54%. Uh, blowing away the other options for tomorrow morning. So uh, let's let's go ahead and take a look at the other divisions. Let's see what's going on in the mixed division.
1: There are some good ones. There are some good ones. In the mixed division and some really big surprises, uh, I'd say, in the mixed division. Noise and no touching, 11 and 15 seed. Public enemy and steamboat, 14 seed and 6 seed. Mixtape and Ambiguous Gray, the 4 and the 12 and then Shame and Amp, the 9 and the 1 and I know what jumps out to me are the Shame and Amp games and the Public Enemy and Steamboat games uh, I've already I already picked Public Enemy as my surprise team for this tournament to make it to quarterfinals I also have been all up on that Steamboat bandwagon or bandboat or whatever you want to call it uh, so now my two teams have to play each other that's unfortunate for me and my predictions but I uh, I think that Public Enemy showed some people that they can play. They're crazy athletic, and that can make it help them make the kind of plays that you need to in the wind, uh, and I think they can win some of their matchups with Steamboat, particularly on the men's side. Uh, Shame and Amp, I think Shame really showed us something today, and I, I think you'd agree with that, Charlie. Uh, Amp did not look infallible. They certainly had some lulls. Now, I, I think that Shame struggles defending the women – that we saw uh, that they played against today, that could bite them against a team that loves to go 3-4 like Amp does. Mm-hmm. So I still think Amp is favored in that matchup, but I think Shame's a team that could give them some some trouble.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. Shame's the real deal. I think that game is going to be close and competitive. Shame hung in there today against two really good teams in Mischief and Mixtape. Um, You know, Looking around the rest here, I'm I'm curious to see how Public Enemy does against Steamboat. That's for sure. And I love the noise-no-touching matchup. I can't remember. Did they play at regionals?
1: I also do not recall. Let's take a uh, look as quickly as we can on this uh, field internet. Uh, While you do that, I'll just answer this question. Would I put up the same
0: odds as last year for a Boston sweep? So that means that Boston teams win in all three divisions. That would be... um, Presumably Ironside, Brood Squad, and Slow White. Uh, No, I would not give the same odds as last year. Last year I gave 25-1 to and had a taker, and we made a small small wager. But I would not give those odds this year because I think that Slow White, well, Slow White's in a tough spot now because they're on the same side of the bracket as all the other top mixed teams. But uh, I think Slow White is ostensibly the favorite. Ironside is ostensibly the favorite and uh, brute squad, you know, maybe number two to riot, but they're all very realistic teams to win. I think I would probably give more along the lines of eight or 10 to one. Um, so if that is intriguing to you, send me an email. Uh, okay. So we got, we got a little look here,
1: uh, noise and no touching did not play. at. Okay. Regional, so that should so be fun.
0: That should be, fun. uh,
1: that should be a nice little regional rivalry there. Um, I mean, is there anything else to note about the mix? Or are you ready to move on? No, let's women's? take a look
0: at the women's here. All
1: right, the women's. We got Rival Traffic, Showdown, Phoenix, Scandal, Heist, and Schwa, Nightlock. Uh, I think the favorites are in strong positions in all of these games. I think that my favorite low seed in this in this bracket is easily Heist. But I also think they drew the toughest matchup of any of these teams. I think Scandal's the best team in prequarters, and it's unfortunate that for Ice that that's who they're going to have to match up with, up against. Uh, but I mean, I guess that's the penalty they pay for losing that game to Nightlock. They beat Nightlock, and they're playing against Schwa, the last overall seed. Uh, so that one they like get away from and the penalty is they got to play Scandal in prequarters. And Scandal looked dang good today. Uh, so I, you know, would definitely favor Scandal in that matchup. I, I think Showdown is. Really struggled today, and so I also like Phoenix. Those two teams are ten and eleven, so they're really closely seated. But Phoenix beat traffic today, yeah, and Showdown barely managed to make the pre-quarters. They beat Wildfire by a, by a point, and they lost to rival by a point. You know, they, they had some close games today. That's also going to add some mileage to their legs. I like Phoenix in that one. Uh, Phoenix has a really short rotation though, and uh, that could be a problem for them. Uh, especially if they happen to win and, and get to play Fury, I think Fury is going to be in a strong, strong spot with either of those teams to match up against. Um, anything that jumps off the page to you here, Charlie? Well, the thing I really am looking forward to is looking a, l- a little bit ahead. Is
0: Fury Riot in Semis? I mean, the way Fury played today, that that game suddenly takes on a lot more intrigue. I mean, so far this season, Fury has not really been particularly impressive. Um, they've been good. But they haven't been at that next level with those top teams, uh, and that's reflected by their four seed. So, but but the way that Fury played today, that was dominant, and I think you know Riot was a little shaky at times. You know they let Heist take half on them. I'm like what what is that? We were shocked to see that Heist
1: was up twelve eleven. That's and this Riot is not
0: Riot rolled
1: off like three or four in a row to win that game. But, you know,
0: those things, you see those little inconsistencies early in a tournament. That that can be a harbinger of future They let Nightlocks
1: come back on them and right. hang around. You right. know, I, I agree, right? Not an efficient day today. And they are lined up for a quarterfinal with Traffic, should Traffic beat Rival. Traffic, the team that seemed the, the most impacted by the win today, really neutralized the speed and the deep shots that they like to use. And if they don't get better conditions for tomorrow, that could be a problem. But... Otherwise, you know, these teams have a history. They played a very close game that traffic led for most of at in the regional finals in the Northwest. So that's a game to circle if we get that traffic riot quarterfinal. Uh, that could be a good matchup. You also may be looking at Scandal Molly Brown. That quarterfinal went to double game point last year, and that was a thriller. All right, let's talk about the teams that
0: have been eliminated. We haven't mentioned this yet, but there are 12 teams out. Uh, and I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Once we look at those, I want to know which team had the most disappointing early exit. Okay? So here we go. Iris, Wildfire, Green Means Go, Ozone. That's women's. Okay, we're going to mixed. In the mixed division, Blackbird, Alloy, Love Tractor, G-Unit. Wow, those are some brutal teams to be in the bottom. And in the men's, Prairie Fire, Patrol, High Five, and Hip.
1: There's some juicy choices for. Uh, are all three who seeds had, in the men's. You had the mission. rough, the roughest uh, day today. I agree. Uh, so, am I, I have to pick first here.
0: Yeah, I, I asked oh. you the question.
1: All right, so I know that Prairie Fire, High Five, Ozone, those are the ones that like jump out, jump out right away to me because I think that most of the mixed teams had already shown a lot of weakness. Hey, man, talk about Love Tractor. That we, Yikes. You might have been totally right that they were a mirage.
0: Mirage. Uh, but... They wanted mean, altitude.
1: I mean, Prairie Fire, we knew the ceiling was high, but we knew the floor was low. Uh, high five and ozone mostly unproven. But I, I got to take high five. Dropping that game to dig is just... That's just not good. Not good. Not and this good. is a team that hung with truck stop. Like this is a team that's good, clearly good enough to be a pre-quarters team. And uh, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of friends on that team. I used to live in Columbus. It's tough for me to say, but God, that's got to be my most disappointing.
0: And you look around, you just see mental collapses all over the place. We see Seattle Sockeye mentally collapse against Revolver. We see High Five mentally collapse. After a good game early. Same thing with Prairie Fire. They almost beat Ironside and then go on to lose the rest of their games in that pool. That's just, it's not a good look. It's really not. Um, you know, and I think you should be punished for going 0 3 on Thursday. I think this I totally format agree. is so much better than last year's. And so those are the teams that are out. Okay. Uh, any final questions? Ask them now. We'll answer one or two more things and then we're going to. Get on the road. Got to get back to our Airbnb and get some writing underway. So uh, we'll give people 30 seconds, I would say. Uh, you know, looking ahead to tomorrow, again, forecast, rainy, windy. Uh, wind, as windy as today plus rain. It's not going to be pleasant. It's not. And Players have not been super thrilled with Rockford. I can't blame them. Um, these are just not great conditions. They're really not. It, you, you get neither – the beauty of Sarasota and the beaches and stuff, along with the wind, uh, nor the very strong ultimate conditions of Frisco, even though maybe not super exciting location. Instead, we're in not a great location, and the weather's not very good. I can't imagine having a lot of fun playing out there today, and, to be honest.
1: I mean, the weather, you almost want to give USAU a, pra- a pass for, because it's just an uncontrollable. You know, it's, right. it's the kind of thing that you don't know a year from now what the weather's going to be like somewhere. Even if you look at the the most common conditions. It doesn't really tell you what it's going to be like. It could be raining. It could be snowing. Who knows? But uh, these fields aren't really even anything special, to be honest. Uh, The showcase stadium, certainly not, you know, the best stadium that we've ever seen ultimate in. The fields are very far apart from one another. It is hard to get from one end of the complex to the other in any sort of quick time. Um, So, you know, I, I, I think that, I was one of the most open-minded people about coming to Rockford, and I still am trying to remain open-minded about it. But I don't feel like it's made the best impression to start. No, I I, I don't think. We're also pretty. I don't think people are going to be clamoring
0: to come back next year. That's what I can say. To
1: me, the fact that we're here tells me that Frisco did not want us back.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wonder about that. I wonder about that. That doesn't really make sense because they wanted us there a lot. I, I would love to know a little bit more of that. Maybe maybe we can have somebody on from USA Ultimate to talk about. Uh, the, the, the buzz is that basically there were no options and that this was the only bid and so that's why we're here in Rockford um, and it, it's difficult because they have to get a bid in order to host the tournament So you and you're competing at this time of year with football and soccer and a lot of other sports whereas it's a little bit easier sometimes in the spring to get fields anyhow, uh, I don't believe we've gotten any more questions thanks for listening in uh Hope you have an excellent evening. We are going to be... Oh, no, I did get one more question. Any changes to your earlier predictions based on today's play? Ooh, that's actually a really good question. Let's Uh, answer this, and then we're done.
1: Feels like cheating, but... Well, uh, we're updating our priors. Changes to earlier predictions. Oh, I mean, like... Obviously, I wouldn't say that Public Enemy and... Steamboat are both going to make quarters anymore. four, <laughs> so you know that's one or that. On now, let's high, just look deeper high into the five bracket. And Prairie Fire, both those teams went zero and three, and I think we both had. Did I pick high five. You, pick, I picked high five. and I don't think I did. You, we both picked Prairie Fire. I? I picked high five, and you did not. I did
0: not. Okay, I picked Prairie Fire. That was a mistake, but okay, I didn't pick high five. Uh, well, let's see. I'm, 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 I'm feeling especially now that I've seen the bracket. I think Metro North has a real good chance to win in the mixed division. Definitely has a good chance. Because the other teams are going to duke it out on the other side. And I, I well, I, I haven't seen mischief at all this whole season. So I don't know how good they are. So, but one of those two teams is going to have a really good chance to win just because of the bracket. Um, I still think I'd probably stick with Slow White. Probably. I just love the talent on that team. I think Slow White beats Metro North in a rematch of I Northeast so Regionals. Um, so I kind of stick with that there. On the men's side, I pick Truck.
1: Got to be I'm there's no way I'm not more nervous about Truck. They did not have They the didn't best have day a day, great day. Especially in when compared but to But who
0: had a great I mean Ironside had a great day, I guess. Valverde didn't have a great day. Bravo had a pretty good day. I, yeah. I mean you can't can knock Bravo. They they did what they needed to do. I mean, I guess it's just maybe not considered that impressive to beat machine, but they beat them handily.
1: So, I mean, I, I think I'm there's a lot nervous of good about teams. about my truck prediction. I'm definitely more nervous about Riot prediction D- right now. D- Especially because Brute Pick Squad is really good. D- assume
0: this is the semi. Truck stop versus Revolver. Pick.
1: Jesus, man. <laughs> uh, if I... <sighs> As if, assuming that's the semi, I feel like at this very second I take Revolver. but that that's be truck. different by the end of the mono. I take oh. truck.
0: I took truck before this tournament, I take truck now. I think truck is going to beat Revolver, especially having seen them play today. Revolver's offense isn't good enough. And I, I think, think, think that truck what is going to push. I'm
1: worried about Revolver's defense cuz I think truck's O-line is great. Yep. So that would be my concern there, but uh, you know, I'm also nervous about Riot cuz brute squad and Fury both looked awesome. And Molly Brown looked pretty good, too. Riot, I think, had the weakest day of any of the teams that won their pool in women's submission. All right. Well, we'll have a
0: lot more coming up in our day. Recaps. Check out all the round recaps. Round four stuff will be going up soon. And uh, we're going to get out of here. We're like the last people at the fields. It's not really considered winning the fields to be there at latest, right?
1: That is literally what winning the fields is. I thought winning the
0: fields was getting there first in the morning to warm up. Winning the fields is to
1: be the last people there. Okay. Do you really not know this? I
0: think I didn't know that.
1: People, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Someone, I mean, win the party. Win the party
0: is to be there no, latest. Win,
1: that's why winning the fields is the because, same. Because because like you, you won were, the tournament. Winning, being there early, who would ever encourage that? What yeah. kind of teams?
0: I, I, I guess I'm the just kind don't of know.
1: team that would be excited about winning the fields.
0: Well, no, you, because you get there first to be ready to play.
1: No, yeah, that's what I, a what a massive really wrong. what a <laughs> massive
0: misconception. <laughs> oh man, now the Sin the Fields guys are going to crush me. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for our coverage here today. Please, if you've enjoyed the live stream, go over to ultiroll.com slash live. Consider getting a subscription. Consider dropping a tip in the tip jar. It really does help us uh, to bring you this coverage. So we will talk to you tonight, and we will see you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. We will have a pre-quarter. It is, I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you right now. It's going to be machine versus ring. It's going to be machine versus ring. So There you go, folks. Preach the gospel. All right. Signing off here from this special edition of Deep Look, live from Rockford, Illinois. He's Keith Rayner. I'm Charlie Eisenhood. See you later.